If you're a movie collector, you need Movies Anywhere. It pulls your favorite purchase movies from participating digital retailers into one central place. So you can finally say goodbye to scattered movie collections and hello to an organized library. With Movies Anywhere, you can watch your favorite movies on any compatible device whenever and wherever you want. Ready to grow and enjoy your digital collection? Visit MoviesAnywhere.com slash welcome and register for free. Registration with Movies Anywhere required. Open to U.S. residents 13 and over. Call all hands. Speak to quarters. Out of the guns. Stand by this tavern battery. One broadside into it, if you please, Captain Bush. Pointers on target. Linstock's ready. Aye, aye, sir. Ready. Fire. Michael Redgrave as C.S. Forrester's Indomitable Man of the Sea, Horatio Hornblower. Fascinating to look back down the years and perceive upon what slight hazards one's whole fate depends. The spin of a guinea was to have far-reaching consequences for me. There was no sign of the flagship Pluto at the rendezvous, but it was not long before the Caligula bore up from windward, and Captain Bolton signaled his invitation for me to dine with him. Despite the almost tropical heat, he gave me pea soup, red mullet, a saddle of mutton, and Stilton cheese. We sipped syrupy port and sweltered in his after-cabin. Oh, well, Hornblower. Now I suppose we must wait in idleness for the arrival of Sir Macho Pomposo, our rear admiral of the Red. Uh, <clears throat> I must say, sir, I've uh, never thought of Sir Percy Layton in that light. Well, I have. He's a pompous fool. He got worse since he married Lady Barbara Wellesley. I don't respect an admiral who's no seaman. Oh, there's no telling how long he might be before he gets here. What do you suggest we do? Well, perhaps one of us might push northward and harry the coast while the other waits for the flagship. Yes, good suggestion, that. Um, who? You or me? There's nothing I'd like better, sir, but the decision must be yours. You're the senior officer of the station. Uh, yes, well, uh, I'd let you go for old time's sake if uh, <laughs> I didn't want to go myself. <laughs> uh, tell you what, Hornblow, I'll be fair. I'll toss you for it. Uh, yeah, here's a, here's a guinea. King or spade? Spade. Ah, then up she goes. Oh, 
a lucky devil, Hornblower. Still, I'm glad you won. You can speak Spanish. That may be an advantage. Now, don't be gone more than three days in case his mightiness turns up. Yes, and uh, good luck. Thank you, sir. Had I foreseen what the flick of that coin was to lead to, I might have been less pleased and excited as I stood on my quarterdeck half an hour after dawn the following morning. But disaster was far in the future. The wind was fair, and Cape Creux, just south of the Spanish-French border, was clear on the larboard beam. Yes, sir. I suppose the only way Bonaparte can get supplies to his army in Spain is by slipping them along the coast in brigs under the protection of shore batteries. Yes, Spanish roads and Spanish armies afford too many obstacles to the land route. Mr. Gerard, hoist the colors. Aye, sir. And call all hands. Head to cut her off. Aye, sir. What's the matter with her, sir? He's making no attempt to escape. She must have seen us. Very strange. Could she be an English brig? Here, Savage, take your glass and tell me what you can see from the main rigging. There's one thing, Mr. Bush. This is our best point of sailing. We should have the heels of her. Well, she's fenced right enough, sir. She's wearing her colors. Oh, she's signaling now, sir. Oh, it's a bit hard to read. I've got it, sir. It's the signal M.V. M.V.? What the devil's that? Is it in the signals book, Vincent? No, sir. I- I've been looking for it. It's not in our code. We'll know soon enough, sir. We're overhauling her. Uh, no. She's wearing round again. She's trying to get away now. Ah, it's no good, Monsieur. You'll be ours presently. A handsome bit of prize money for us there. Yes, I can see now what's happened. She saw our red ensign and took it for the red of the tricolor. Remember, ours was a Dutch ship before she was taken and refitted. Our round bows are very like a French ship. That NV must be the private French recognition signal. Now, sir, it's worth remembering. MV. It's trying to cause the wind, sir. Well, fire a shot across her bows. Number two gun. A single shot across her bows. Fire! That's done it. She's heaving to. The flag's coming down. She surrenders. Silence, there. Silence. Mr. Bush, take a boat and board her. Mr. Clark, your prize master, take six hands with you and navigate her to Port Mahon. Aye, aye, sir. I speculated on the consternation which the French would experience when they knew that their sea routes were threatened by a British squadron and that their lines of communication were in danger. I turned over in my mind to a new idea which the brig's failure to recognize our nationality had given me. I doubt if anyone on land saw us capture the Amelie, sir. We can still take them by surprise along the coast. That fact did not escape my notice, Mr. Bush. Now, kindly of pay attention. The blue masses on the horizon there are the peaks of the Pyrenees. The road from France to Spain runs along the coast between those mountains and the sea. And Potter's made the French ensign have it hoisted instead of our own. We shall sail down the coast where we can be seen from the road. Send the hands to breakfast. Aye, aye, sir. Yes, Yes, I can see them from here now, sir. And look, sir, isn't that a tricolor flying from a flagstaff at the point there? It is, Mr. Bush. That's what I've been looking for. 
That is a fence battery on top of the cliff. Hmm. Forty-two planters, probably, with a good range. Furnaces, I expect the heating was shot to set ships on fire. They can never fight that battery on equal terms. That seems to be a little coasting fleet huddled in the shelter of the guns. Captain Morris? Aye, sir. Tell your men to lie down, if you please. I don't want the red coats of the Marines to give us away. We're right, getting close in now, sir. You can see the parapets around the battery. Hope you haven't made an open fire now. They're well within range. Every yard nearer means more danger than getting out if they discover us. And to lose a mast, I mean to lose the ship. Mr. Vincent, hoist the signal MV. Aye, sir. Uh, let's hope it means the right thing. Doesn't seem to mean the wrong thing anyway, sir. They haven't opened fire. They are signaling in reply, sir. I can't read it. One of them's a swallowtail that we don't use. Well, the very fact that they're replying shows they can't be sure we're enemies. If they don't fire soon, we'll be too close under their guns for them to reach us. Now, Mr. Bush, do you see that battery on the cliff? Aye, aye, sir. Well, you'll take the longboat. Mr. Rayner will take the launch. You will land and storm the battery. By the marquee. Water, essay. At a bare quarter of a mile off. You can go now, Mr. Bush. Back the main topsail. Aye, sir. Throw the guns down the cliff, Mr. Bush. Wreck the battery if you can. But don't stay a moment longer than necessary. Aye, aye, sir. We're off now. Emily. Mr. Gerard, put the ship about. Down with that French flag and send up our own. Ah, they've opened fire at last. They hit us too, sir. Somewhere forward, I think. Thank heaven they're firing at us. If they hit those boats, we'll be in a pretty fix. Mr. Gerard, see if your guns can reach the battery and be sure they aim carefully. It's no good unless the embrasures can be swept. Stop guns! Fire the guns, Bert! Steady aim! No! Lift them! Lift them! I can see the dust from the cliff! You're 30 feet too low! If we can only get a few shots through the embrasure, sir, it'll upset their gunners. Do it quickly, man. They're firing at our boats now. The logs! They've hit the logs! No. No, there she is again. She was nearly swamped, but not hit. They're rowing crab fashion. The shots must have smashed her port oars. They're safe now, sir. They're in the surf. Look, sir, they're landing. Guns are doing better, too, now. That was a hit. And another. Right on the embrasures. Very good, Mr. Gerard, but you must cease fire now whilst our men are mounting that cliff. Cease fire! The flags. The flag. It's coming down. The storming party are holding it down. They've taken the battery. Uh, Mr. Gerard, put the ship about. Aye, sir. Send in the quarterboat to take possession of the craft in the bay. Aye, sir. Quarterboat away! There's seven craft there, sir. A fine haul. Ah, there go their crews, pulling from the shore in their dinghies. Shall I chase or fire on them? No, let them go. I have no wish to be burdened with prisoners or to damage our prizes. Mr. Bush's party is toppling the guns over, sir. Look at that one. Down the cliff like an avalanche. Blown the magazine, sir. That's the end of the battery at Lanza. Uh, and there's Mr. Bush, sir. I can see him waving his sword. Uh, carry on, Mr. Gerard. <clears throat> I shall go below. 
who couldn't shoot well with their advantages. Forty-two pounders and permanent mounts, fifty feet above the water, and long-service soldiers to man him. Yes, I've seen him shoot worse all the same. It's a mile and a half, and it's a yard. Well, more than that. I'd say it's barely a mile. Nonsense, boy. <clears throat> Good morning, sir. Your attention, please, gentlemen. I shall also want Mr. Rayner and Mr. Hooker. Pass the word for them. Now, will you all use your telescopes and study this place with care? That is Mount Canigou in the background. Where that spur of the Pyrenees runs down to the sea is Cape Chabera. And that is where Spain ends and France begins. I suppose those white houses in the center, around the head of the bay, are Port Granby, sir? Yes, Mr. Bush. They seem annoyed that a ship should flaunt British colors so close. I trust they'll have greater cause for annoyance so long. Now, gentlemen, take a look at that ship at anchor there. She's under the protection of the batteries at either side of the bay. You can see the batteries by the smoke, sir. Right, sir. One to the left, one to the right. Yes. Mark them well. I want no mistake made. You, Mr. Gerard, note the battery on the left. Right, sir. Mr. Rayner, note the one on the right. Mr. Hooker, you see how the bay curves? You must be able to take a boat straight up to that anchored ship tonight. All right, sir. All right, sir. Put the ship on the port tack, Mr. Bush. We must stand out to sea now. The moon rises at one o'clock. I shall take good care to be back in our present position at midnight. Aye, aye, sir. The garrison there will think we're leaving. We'll give them a shock later on. Mm, hope so. I want this to be a climax to the 24 hours in which we've taken the brig Amélie and destroyed the Lancer battery, gentlemen. That ship sheltering in Port Mondrez is to be cut out and taken tonight. An hour of darkness should suffice to effect a surprise. If we're successful, the rising moon will give enough light to bring out the captured ship. If we're unsuccessful, we should be able to see to rally and escape. Mr. Bush, you will remain in charge of this ship. But, sir, please. No, Mr. Bush, you may not join the attack. I shall lead it myself. It was very dark, but the stars were glowing clearly, and the Sutherland was stealing landwards like a ghost. The crew was resting on the gangways on the main deck. When the subdued voices of their officers called them, they mustered silently, each division assembling for its particular duty. I checked the position of the ship with Bush and strained my eyes through my night glass for a glimpse of the shore. Longboat crew here. Launch crew here, sir. You can heave to now, Mr. Bush. I trust this expedition will be a success for your sake. For my sake, sir? Yes, I'm taking 250 men. If we do not return, you will have barely sufficient crew to navigate the ship to the rendezvous. Oh, your return, sir, and with the French ship. Mm. All the same, I wish you'd let me go in your place. Your duty is here, Bush. See to it. Mm. Are the boats overside? Aye, aye, sir. Here's your barge. Goodbye, sir. Good luck. Thank you. All right. Move aside, Brown. I shall sit in the stern. Are the oars muffled? Yes, sir. Keep way there. The two cutters behind us, Brian. Right is down, sir. Uh, listen, sir. What's that? Uh-huh. As I expected, the French are rowing a guard round their precious ship. Ready at the oars there? All ready, sir. Now remember, men, cold steel. If any man fires before I do, I'll shoot him with my own hand. Give way. Longboat and launch began their attack. Ah. Aha. And they're making enough row about it, sir. By my orders, I want the gunners distracted at the vital moment. There's the guard boat. On treatment. I believe they've seen us, sir. Keep on Straight into her, men. Ship oars. Follow me, men. No prisoners. Throw them overboard. Wait, look at the 
Look at that, Brian. That fellow on the bottom of the boat. Stand clear. Oh, oh thanks, sir. He landed that one right on his face. Uh, I think that's the lot, so we took him by surprise. They're all dead or unconscious or outside. Uh, warm work while it lasted. Yes, sir. Right back into the barge, everyone. Uh, your neck, sir. It's covered with blood. Uh, just let me... There's no time to waste. There's nothing. Go on. Give way. That'll be the cutters. They've reached the anchored ship. Oh, man, they'll need our help. They don't seem to have carried the ship at their first rush, sir. Those musket flashes are steady along her bulwarks. That means the crew are defending her. Yes, there must have been a wake and a rigged netting to repulse any surprise attack. Yes. Now, quietly now, we'll creep round to the disengaged side. Right, one strong pull. Ship oars. Now, take hold there. Now, all up the side together and give a cheer. I want them to think we're a big boarding party. Ready? Now. Hey! Up with you now. Aye, sir. The netting is rigged, son. It slopes outwards, too. Blast the stuff. It's like being a fly in a web. Oh, come in with your dirk, boy. Don't just hang there. Yes. Can you... Can you reach that bit with your sword, sir? That bit there. It may part enough for us to get through. So hold tight. <laughs> uh, hold on. The whole lot's coming away. We'll be in the sea in a minute. I'm through, sir. Give me your hands up. Uh, well done, lad. Now! Sir! Sir, are you there? Are you safe, sir? Yes, I'm perfectly safe. (laughs) Stand your ground. Here comes another rush. Congratulations. There's still time for boats to come from shore with reinforcements. But if Rayner and Gerard have failed to take the guns, we'll have a gauntlet to run. Brown! Here, sir! Yes. Send up that rocket to let the landing parties know that the ship is taken. Aye, aye, sir. Loose the main topsail. Barge's crew, first cutter's crew, man the braces. Benson, and you will let Lee take the wheel. Harder starboard. Harder starboard it is, sir. All's well, sir. This breeze off the land will take us out. Aye. Here comes the moon to light us. Uh, what of the French crew, Mr. Hooker? Killed, wounded, or captured, sir. Some jumped over to swim ashore. Oh, we can enjoy. They're still fighting on land, sir. Yeah. Oh, that'll be Gerard and Rayner calling the men off. Very successful operation. How's your boat's crew fared? Well, I haven't checked yet, sir, but I think the casualties are light. It was a surprise and we swamped him. It's my opinion that... Oh, what in blazes is that? Excuse me, sir. Uh, there's half a dozen frogs. I, I'm in trenches, sir, with an officer hiding in the forecastle. Oh, is that? I'll soon winkle them out. Oh, wait. Wait, Hooker. Follow me. Monsieur, your ship is captured and is in my hands. It's useless to resist. I call on you to surrender. We can't. If we do not surrender... A pity, but if they chose to die, I couldn't prevent them. Brown, have the barge crew ready to row me to the Sutherland. We shall raise her presently. Aye, aye, sir. I'm 
delighted to see you back, sir. And with a very handsome prize. But, sir, you're wounded. Your neck, your hand. Oh, don't fuss, Mr. Bush. I'd like some coffee and uh, grog for all hands. Immediately, sir. What's this, a good scrap, sir? What? Uh, Oh, Oh, mere bickering, Mr. Bush. Horatio Hornblower, starring Michael Redgrave, is based on the novels by C.S. Forrester. Music composed and conducted by Sidney Torch. Produced by Harry Allen Towers.